This is the Hour of Power with Ben and Courtney. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you guys are at. I'm Courtney. I'm Ben. And we're back here for the PowerPod session. This is episode 17. And we're going to be talking today about some real life situations. This is your breakup podcast. This is, oh no, not, not just breakup. We're going to go through dating. When you want to break up, come see us. Dating, we'll breakups, heartbreak, things that people go through when they're in relationship, wanting to go through with a relationship. And we're going to throw some scenarios out to ourselves and also you can hear about it because some of these scenarios are real life scenarios things that we have heard of things that we have gone through ourselves or you might be going through these things as well and we're going to come at you guys with some ideas and how to diagnose some situations that you're in what could someone from the opposite sex really be thinking when you're going through a possible breakup or going to go through a relationship upgrade I guess you would say but um, yeah, so we're going to be going through some scenarios and I'm going to throw scenarios some at hypotheticals. Ben. Hypotheticals. Hypotheticals. And these are real life situations that we have yeah, noted from other people and ourselves and they are life curves, learning curves. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Again, we want these scenarios to really speak meaning for you guys. They are meant to encourage you, meant to um, give you some food for thought give you some idea of there's perspectives that people think from you might not have thought of from that perspective and that when we're gaining understanding, we can actually come at our own situations with a broader perspective and understand that, I mean, my life lesson, the one lesson that I have always learned and and figured out this whole time is people don't always think the way I think. That is the main lesson I've had to really grapple with because we always seem to project what our internal world is and our internal thinking onto other people. People are going to think or react the same way I am, therefore that I'm going to work out this situation the same way that I would think or how I would react in that situation. But when you are in a relationship with somebody, you need to maintain the fact that they have their own internal world, they have their own way of processing emotions, their own way of um, processing reactions and thinking about things from different perspectives. So Ben is a man, I'm a woman, and we're going to come with a man and a woman's perspective on these scenarios. So I think the first scenario is actually for you, Benjamin. Can I read scenario one for you? Are you you're reading it as a man? I'm no, confused no. now. I'm reading the scenario <laughs> and you're sorry. responding as a man. Yes, I can't respond as anything else. As a mature man. How old it's are hard. you, Ben? I'm 30. But finally a real boy. You're three zero. Mm. You're big three zero. So Ben's turned 30 yep. this year. He is responding from a 30-year-old man's perspective. And you can also respond from a perspective of, hey, how did you think when you were probably in this scenario or could have seen other people in this scenario as well? From a third-party perspective. Like a, like a hindsight sort of thing, looking back at how I responded. Could be. In the previous. Okay. Could be. Some of these episodes, some of these scenarios you face, some of them you we saw other people. But anyway, okay, so scenario one. These are hypothetical names. These are not real people. Scenario one, Sarah has seen a guy at the gym she feels really attracted to. They have both seen each other on a number of occasions at the gym and made small talk at the gym stations over machinery and made some jokes. 
This has been going on for about four months. The guy always comes up to Sarah first and starts a conversation and laughs with her, even though some of her comical quips aren't really that funny. She has gauged his reactions and body language in their conversations and she has concluded he is attracted to her more than a friend. Sarah has decided she wants to start catching up with him outside the gym and she is wondering why he hasn't messaged her on Instagram even after she has tagged him in one of her story posts to make it obvious that she's got an Instagram account, there's photos of her being single. He knows she's single by her Instagram profile. He's seen her Instagram profile. He knows how to message her on Instagram. Why has he not made a move? He doesn't have any thumbs and he can't type. Could be a variety of reasons, this whole range. It really depends, I guess, on that man's inner world what they're actually what their goals are some guys are probably just doing it for attention do they even really want to pursue anything that could be a factor okay so he's been coming up to her continuously for four months every time the kind and let's put it put it this way sarah has made a point of going to the gym at the same time in which he is at the schedules have aligned so she has made it a priority to go to the gym at this certain time because she knows generally at that time He's going to be at the gym. That's how a woman's already I'm not training for me. This is all about a setup. She is, yes. So women kind of think about these things and set these things Mm. up a little bit more than what men would. I think some guys do as well. But why has he not messaged her on Instagram or engaged outside of the gym? Well, the way you're painting it sounds to me like it's not a confidence thing because he's already approaching her. He's joking, friendly, sounds like he communicates quite well. Would a guy approach a single girl, a single guy, I'm assuming he's single, would a single guy, (laughs) for this scenario, a single guy approach a single girl continuously for four months if he was not interested in her more romantically? Or is it just purely like, yeah, I just want to be friends? I would say that they'd want to pursue something more romantically. But again, when I I went said it could also just be an attention thing nowadays, people would just like the attention and the recognition. Maybe they just enjoy feeling good with that person and... If they haven't pursued her in, a, in another sort of means after they're clearly representing themselves and they're clearly putting on or flirting, clearly look like they're engaged. So is the guy doing it for an intention? I would say like that out of that, purely in that scenario, that to me sounds like it's just an attention-based thing. If like they're not really wanting to go and take steps actively to pursue anything further. Because again, it sounds like it's not like a confidence thing. Like some guys, it might be hard just to even strike up the confidence to engage with a woman or, you know. And start a conversation. And, and even just to feel confident that they can flow in conversation and and be comfortable in, in, in different conversation and know that they can bring something to the table or they can be funny or they... Be engaging. Yeah, and that they have something of value to even bring forward. This scenario in which Sarah is wondering why has he not messaged her because you don't have to have a great deal of confidence to message somebody on Instagram. It just goes straight to the mm. inbox. He could really think about what he wants to say. It could be something funny on Instagram, something lighthearted. However, he has not made that move first outside of the gym conversations now putting aside the fact that he might be not that confident is there another reason why he hasn't made that move could it be the fact that he might not like her more than a friend like she thinks he does and what would be that sign that could be the case would the sign be i mean some of these things you just require actual clear communication so at what point should sarah say to him do you think sarah should actually say to him Let's catch up for coffee. 
Because I think if a girl engages on that level first and the guy hasn't done that first, she's going to have to keep chasing. She's going to have to keep chasing him. Yes. So it could be a commitment thing as well. So maybe maybe that man isn't really in a position where he wants to commit to anything that involves sacrifice, responsibility. But it's just coffee. It's not sacrifice and responsibility. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's where he could be internally. Okay, so he's probably thought it through... And he's just thought, I just want to have fun conversations with this girl. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he just likes it lighthearted. And- okay, so what is your advice to Sarah, Jim Sarah, about Jim Guy who does not want to engage any further? What is your advice as a man? What should she do? Keep her cards close to her chest, so to speak, or like close to your heart. I wouldn't go out on a limb and I wouldn't try and continue to pursue if you're coming up against a wall all the time and you're not getting any response back. Ultimately, I think that's going to lead to more heartache and it's going to lead to you being vulnerable and possibly feeling abused or feeling like... Used. Yeah, used. Used for attention. Yeah, and, and it's not going to be a... Um, there's no reciprocation and there's... You're, and even and they could be doing it, it's not necessarily vindictive or like the guy is aware of even what he's doing. So the guy doesn't have necessarily an evil intent. It's just he thought he might start some conversations, just keep that flowing and he's probably decided somewhere in that four months... I don't think that I want to continue this any further and he's just having these conversations and then she has thought he does want to take it further and there's been some confusion in that place where she is realising if he does want to take it further, why hasn't he messaged her? And if he hasn't, she should keep her cards close to her chest, which would look like maybe putting some distance or space between them at the gym and not having so many conversations, just slowly moving away from those conversations. Yeah, maybe not because you want to be careful. We're all creating soul ties, so to speak, or emotional bonds with people because your emotions are always heavily tied into all your interactions to some degree. So, yeah, you want to be careful that you're not going too deep with someone where it's the more the deeper you go and the more that you allow your heart to be involved in a process to be open and to be open to love like love actually opens yourself up to pain to some degree love actually has a a degree of loss that can be attached to it because you're opening yourself up to trust someone and I think that's just the nature of it yeah so the the deeper you're going to go if that person is not as unwilling to pursue that same so my advice to young Sarah as well as a woman to a woman is again I would agree with Ben's um, keep your cards close to your chest I would say to young Sarah he is capable of messaging you on Instagram he has chosen not to and that reason why he's chosen not to you may not know that reason you may find that reason out however and maybe don't even go down that path where it's like you're creating and concocting stories. You know, we, we've all done it at some point and I, I try to avoid that to keep in a healthy mindset myself is I never really engage in those hypotheticals in your own thinking where it's like, ah, and if I say this, then they'll respond with this and then I'll respond this way and then maybe they'll say this and you, you can I create this whole narrative and that can be completely wrong. Or, Women do that though. Women have you, a tendency. But I say, I say being careful doing that because when you do that, it's it's not a healthy place for yourself. Yeah, you create meanings out of possible happenings that aren't actually the truth or the real meaning. So just, yeah, it's a. I think it would be more a healthier way to look at that is just to say, well, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know why he's not necessarily doing this. But again, you, you, I always try and look at it as what's within my control. I don't want to be trying to hold on to and control things 
that are outside of my reach, so to speak. So if it's someone else, their own autonomy, their own freedom, they get to make their decisions. If I'm trying to claw and have control around those at those areas, it's only going to bring burden and oppression and uh, disappointment, frustration, all those things, because you're trying to grapple with things that are outside of your means. So yeah, to look back at yourself, what can I control? There's no point in me engaging in those internal thoughts and monologues where it just you you unravel and you and then it's going to affect how you see someone you you might suddenly be viewing that person as like arrogant or man he's just so proud or he's just so this or whatever it is and you don't necessarily realize that you're suddenly you've suddenly warped your view of someone based on this rabbit trail that you've gone and and followed so I'd say just I would stop it at okay well this is what my heart really wants I can see that and um and that's tough in itself sometimes to pull back to pull back and that's why it's always like we said it's better to pull back earlier than later because then it's it's more of a stronger tie and it feels harder and more heart-wrenching than to pull that out if that makes sense like pulling out a deeper root it's just going to get if like I'm managing a tree like the further it grows and it further it starts to be nourished and find nutrients from the soil that it's embedded in the harder it is the harder it is then to pull that that root out to Sarah potential Sarah's watching we want to empathize with potential you Sarah's well answer. yes potential Sarah's that are watching because I've been in this scenario <laughs> as well and yes I've started to formulate meanings around why this guy is talking to me why he hasn't messaged all this and why it not, it isn't eventuating into something more so to all the Sarah's watching we want to empathize with you that you know your heart has done its natural course of engaging with somebody and wanting to form feelings and that's natural and normal and to keep in that healthy space and don't harden your heart just because one person has has decided not to want to pursue you outside of the gym or whatever office wherever it is we want to be able to have still a soft heart but again keep your cards close to your chest understanding that when you're engaging in dialogue and conversing with somebody over a long period of time and that person you like and forming feelings for is not reciprocating that, we need to take a moment where we look at it from an outside perspective and say, okay, there are reasons why that person is not reacting or engaging with me in a way that I would like it to go, but I'm going to step back and think, okay, I'm not going to keep going 70% when they're going to go 30% or I'm not going to go 60% and they're going 40% because if you start as a woman engaging more and putting more into it, then you're going to continue that even if the relationship does eventuate. You're going to continue being the 70% and he's being the 30%. And you want to have balance in a relationship. You want to have balance in a marriage. My advice to Sarah is just keep the cards close to the chest talk with somebody about the scenario and look, we all, and I know I have, we all decide, oh my goodness, this is all the evidence for why he would like me. And we rattle off all the situations in which the body language and he said this and he looked like this and he did this and he looked at me and we've got- a twinkle all, in his eye. We have, we, yes, we he take note. twirling his hair. We take note of all the times in which all the evidence- points to the fact that we are right about our conclusion that he would like me and that's part of our heart emotions as well we want to we want to be liked we want to be valued and pursued so Sarah it doesn't mean that it's a no forever it also means that right now he's not pursuing you and we can't make something happen when it's not happening on that side of the table keep your cards close to your chest Sarah episode or scenario two this one's for Courtney Cindy and Jake have been dating for two years now. Everything in the relationship is progressing very well. This is their first relationship. Ooh, I was meant to get this one. 
It sounds like a fairy tale romance, sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Do you want me to start again? Yeah. Cindy and Jake have been dating for two years. Everything in the relationship is progressing well. This is their first relationship and they are excited and happy to have found each other as they are both trustworthy and faithful people with aspirations to work hard and build a life together. They share the same interests, taste in music, same group of friends. This is very in-depth. However, the last couple of months, a few changes in the direction of their lives have taken place. Jake has not been accepted into the same course as Cindy and Cindy wants to enrol without Jake. This has brought about tension between them both as this decision puts them on two separate life paths. One evening, Cindy has hinted to Jake that she wants to focus on her course and not on the relationship. Jake immediately picks up on a possible breakup conversation and prompts Cindy to explain what she means. Cindy tells Jake she needs to focus on her course and might not be able to do a relationship this time. She does not feel she wants to continue the relationship with Jake to a more serious level. What is really going through Cindy's mind and what is the real reason why Cindy has broken up with Jake? This does happen. So my explanation to this as a woman, women are likely to be more focused and have thought things through at a higher processing speed. This is the situation. The boyfriend I'm with has not been accepted into the same course that I have. I know I want to do this course. I know it's for me. I know it's going to further me and put me in a position to achieve more. However, will I not do the course at the cost of a relationship? And she has weighed that up. If this guy, the boyfriend, is not doing the course, she's also thinking about he's going to be working maybe another job. He's going to be doing having different commitments. How can I balance a relationship if he's doing different things to me when we form the relationship on doing everything together? And this is a really sticky situation because even if somebody is married, these life circumstances do change. Jobs and things do change. So how do you roll with the punches? How do you roll with changing circumstances? And the thinking behind this the reason why Cindy could be hinting at possibly breaking up with, was it Jake? Jake. The reason why Cindy could be looking at maybe breaking up with Jake, Jake is not going the same direction as her. And maybe she's thinking it could distract her from her direction and her focus. So she's putting her pursuit of work or that in sort of engaged lifestyle in what she believes is her purpose. She's putting that above the, the connection, the relationship she has with Jake. Yes, that could be number one. Number two, it also could be that Jake is at a bit of a loss of direction and purpose in life. However, Cindy does not have a loss of direction, purpose in life. And she's thinking to herself, I'm- This schmuck is going nowhere. No, no. Leave him in the dust. <laughs> no, she's probably thinking, I'm going to have to counsel him through him trying to find his direction and purpose. I don't have time for that. I'm not going to be able to do that. Poor Jake's. I'm she's going not committed to, to growing with one another. Well, she's probably not in a place where she can help him trying to maneuver his decisions and lifestyle. And then again, this actually then defines what the relationship really was based on to begin with. It defines, well, the relationship was convenient for both of them at the time, and now it's not so convenient. And so this is where a lot of couples, whether they've been dating for years, short time, or even married, a lot of couples come to this crossroad of that person isn't working or doing the same things that we were both doing when we first started dating or um, liking each other. Are we still going to be fully committed to each other and love each other through some ups and downs? 
I'm guessing if Cindy's not going to choose Jake, then maybe Jake should rethink, hey, like if we were to get married and the situation was to come up, are we going to make it? Do you know what I mean? If you can't make it as a boyfriend and girlfriend and roll with that, the likelihood of you getting to marriage and having a successful marriage and rolling through these life circumstances smoothly is going to be low. That's that's a low likelihood. So what you want in your dating relationship is, I mean, if you've got the same interests and same understandings of each other and same groups of friends and ideas and all this, that's great. However, you both need to be open and flexible to change. Life changes. And so in this situation, I'm assuming that Cindy has got a focused view of life. She knows where she's going and she realizes maybe I'm a little bit too young at this point to actually continue in a relationship and get married to Jake. Maybe she's thought up these things in her mind and possible circumstances and thought, "Mm," and she sees this change in their life circumstances as a, maybe I can step back for a minute and just focus on myself. That could be in Cindy's mind. Hope that concludes that for Jake. And I hope that Jake, and this, and again, it doesn't mean that Cindy is saying no forever. It could mean that Cindy's saying no for a period of time. And Jake also needs to figure out his direction and come up with an understanding of what his purpose is. And hey, you know, if Cindy doesn't want to pursue the relationship, well, I need to be a man and understand that that's her decision and to not just respect her decision, but continue on. This is my path now. And, you know, and then, then you get into the funny little like stages of breakup in which you like each other still and you're still messaging. Oh, we won't go into that. That's a whole different another scenario. That was scenario two. And we've got scenario three and four coming up on our next episode. So tune in for scenario three and four with PowerPod. PowerPod.